Swillians, if you love and respect your surfboards, and I'm talking pure love, then you must protect them. And nobody protects surfboards better than the official hardware and accessories partner of all Swillians, Ocean and Earth. Doesn't matter what you kick, shorties, fishes, logs, sups, O&E have over 30 different types of board covers to keep your precious protected. Day sleeves, travel covers, singles, doubles, coffins, wheels. These board bags are light, functional, and built to last. It's good enough for Owen Wright. It's good enough for Ryan Callanan. It's good enough for Tyler Wright. You know it's primo gear. And it's one of those presents you just never see coming. Imagine getting an O&E board bag in your Chrissy windsock. Mad. Go to oceanandearth.com to scope the whole range today. Welcome to Core Lords and uh, a very special guest on the show today. Kate Myers is an award-winning surf photographer originally from the Mornington Peninch and uh, that's down in Vico but who has uh, in more recent years made the journey to the far north coast of New South Wales where you now call home. Um, Kate came onto my radar in 2015 when I was editing Surfing World. Uh, her self-published book, Washed Elegance, made its way into the office. And I remember it was a bit of an uh, anomaly in that it kind of removed itself from that bouncy bikini uh, stereotype that was being bandied around at the time and presented this sort of arty, bent, messy, salty but ultimately elegant uh, portrayal of women surfing, which in conjunction with a bunch of other big surf culture shifts being led by women at the time, sparked uh, an entirely new direction that would go on to redefine the entire industry in the years to come. Fair call? That's that's a really nice introduction. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Even when you were 22, or when she was 22, sort of talking to you and the the audience, okay, but even at 22... uh, you were already beginning to blaze a trail for women uh, with an interest in surf photography in particular because for whatever the reason, uh, for decades, like decades and decades, five, six, maybe longer, it had just been the uh, exclusive habitat of a handful of talented but very overprotective and extremely competitive blokes. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was a hard thing to crack into uh, as a young photographer, yet alone, let alone a young female photographer. So, yeah, today Kate is one of the uh, head photographers at WSL, uh, as well as a go-to for major brands looking for sort of an authentic vision and some storytelling behind the image. Um, it's awesome to have you here. Welcome, Kate Thank you Myers to Ain't me. That Swell. Thank you so much. This is so cool. It is. Yeah. It's awesome. very, very nice to be um, Yeah. Uh, we had the chance to hang out a little bit just recently in Taiwan and South Korea and stuff. And uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, a pretty wild, fun time. 
Uh, but I got to sort of watch you work up close, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on the potty because uh, it was it was really cool, you know. Like I've been around pro surfing, I guess, in some capacity since I was 13 or 14 where I first went to comps. And, um, yeah, you would occasionally see women photographers down on the beach but never really in the press gallery, never sort of getting into the nitty-gritty and uh, – yeah, it's pretty awesome to uh, to see you move around and see what you go for and, you know, the style of what you bring to the was. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, so did I. It was a ball. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. And it was cold, man. We had one day over there where yeah. it was like four degrees, like minus four degrees outside. Yeah. The pool was about, uh, the we had a wave pool comp in South Korea. Yes. It snowed. It snowed. Yeah. That was my favourite moment. That was wild. But I was too busy filming everyone having fun. And then, you know, higher up, they're like, where are the photos of this? I'm like, oh, my God. Whoops. Yeah. 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 I need to go and shoot. That's the nature of your job. You're living the dream. You've got to pinch yourself sometimes and remind yourself you've got work to do, right? Yeah. It was, yeah, the snow and everything. The whole couple of weeks, we were just a mad traveling family. But, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's cool. Let's go back to the beginning. Um, Photography and surfing in particular, uh, which one came first? Where did you uh, develop uh, your love for... Surfing probably came first, yep. I grew up down on the Mornington Peninsula, um, down in Mount Martha. My dad is a surfer and my mum loves the coast and the beach, so they grew up in Melbourne and then moved down the coast when we were little. Um, and, yeah, I just fell in love with the ocean and the beach and... I knew kind of early on in high school that I wanted to not have a normal job. Mm. And I I guess the you know, the marketing from all the surf brands rubbed off on me. I was <laughs> I wanted to be in that world. And yeah, I, I picked up a camera when I was about sixteen probably. My mum's camera and would go for holidays up in Coolangatta. Mm. Stay in the Karul up there. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> know it well. Yep, yep. Know it well. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And, um, yeah, and we, I'd just, like, sit on the rocks and shoot surfing and, like, I remember seeing Mick Fanning and, oh, it was just crazy, like, as a young female from somewhere that's, like, obviously we, we have amazing waves down on the peninsula, but mm. the, there's, it's quite removed from the, I guess, the core surf industry. There's not a whole lot of professional surfers that come out of there it's nah. quite humble and quite um everyone just does their thing down there so I was like it was, it was a bit of a I don't know I'd come up here and be like oh my god like there's this person there's that person I just kind of was really just in awe of surfing and yeah all that kind of stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the Mornington Peninsula you know like if you're thinking of Victorian surf, you kind of go to the other coast on the yeah. you know the other side of Port Phillip Bay there where it's uh, Torquay and Bells and the Great yep. Ocean Road and all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, your side of that coastline is raw, open, windy, full of rips, pretty treacherous. Yep. Um, it's scary. How, what was it like just being a young you know, girl surfer from that region? Because around that time that you were young, there was a, a big push coming out in women surfing from that zone. Yeah. In particular with First Love. Is, yeah. That's from around your area, yep, right? that's like um, it, who mainly Philip Nikki Island. Van Dyke and... Nikki, India and Jess Lang. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And that was a pretty big moment. And it was huge. Yeah, did, just tell us about sort of, you know, being a young female surfer from that, that coast. Zone. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was definitely always surfs with the boys.
boys and my brother. And, but it, it was never – I never felt, like, different or anything. It was – I know it was definitely – it's a very inclusive community down there. Mm. Um, but, yeah, first love was – I don't know, I fell in love with First Love. Yeah. <laughs> I think it kind of was happening when I was in my teens. And this is a film that was put, like, who made that movie? Like, how did it come about? Because so Fran Durnham and yeah. Claire, Claire Plucan um, made that. That's um, right, I met them both yeah. when, when it was doing the yeah, rounds. Legends. and um, Absolute legends. legends. But what an idea to, yeah. to tell this story of, yeah, take us through the movie because it's basically uh, these three girls growing up on Phillip Island, right? Yep. Yeah. And which is notor- like it's called Blokes Island yeah. because of the disproportionate population of men to women there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, these three young aspiring pro surfing girls get together. Uh, two excellent female filmmakers yeah. tell their story. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so yeah, it was it was like it was just really inspiring. They just told the story. I can't remember how long the movie went for now but what did it do for you like were you part of that scene already were you friends no, with those girls no or? so i i remember messaging yeah. jess lang on facebook back in the day and i i think i might have still been in high school maybe first year of uni but i was like i want to come down there and shoot you girls because i just was like i want to document this i just mm. fell in love with it and i ended up um, messaging the one of the ladies that made the film and she was my mentor in uni because she did the same uni course that I did ah, cool. so it was just like like I remember rocking up to like my uni course trying to get into RMIT in Melbourne um and I had all these photos of like you know skating my friends skating my friends down at the beach and stuff and they were like they were like there's been a girl come through here that's exactly like you like you should go and contact her and it was Claire um but yeah it was just really special it really gave a lot of women's like female surfers in the area just a bit of something to look up to yeah and I had a yeah great bunch of mates um growing up down there and a lot of uh, the the women and the girls kind of stick together and there's a good yeah great community of surfers down there and we all went up to the premiere I remember (laughs) in Melbourne I just thought it was the coolest thing and I'm like how do I how do I do this how do I do this Mm. And so yeah. you were kind of like finishing school, getting yeah. into your studies. Yeah. And by this stage, uh, photography was just fully in your world? Kind of. Like I did a little bit at school, yeah. um, but not much. I was a really sport-orientated kid. Mm. Um, I swam p- competitively when I was younger, um, which is kind of funny now because I guess that framed a lot of my strength in the water now. But yeah. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really think that a career could be made in photography, actually. Like, I was going to, like, this career council person. She's like, you cannot make do photos. And, <laughs> and oh, I was like... Good old school counsellor. Yeah, right? yeah, the school... Nah, you'll never make yeah, anything like yeah. it. <laughs> I feel like we all have, like, yeah. jaded stories about the school bloody... Actually, the school counsellor <laughs> was the person who said to me, I, I, I was going to just go sweep out surfboard factories. <laughs> and the school counsellor said to me, like, dude... Aim bigger than that. Like, the, yeah. you, like, work experience basically was yeah. coming up. And I was going to go, I'll go, yeah, sweep out the TNC factory in Byron Bay Industrial Estate. And uh, I had a track sticking out of my bag. And he was like, I'll do something. This is a foot in the door. This could change the course of your life. And yeah. I went, just looked down and I went, I'm going to go work at tracks actually. And um, I bumped into the editor at a, uh, it was actually, I 
think it might have been the Tachi or the Cheetah Classic at Greenmount. Like, so it was a, a women's surfing event. And uh, Gary Dunn was there, who was the editor of Tracks. And I just said, I'm going to come and do work experience with you. And he so said, oh, yeah, who sorted that out? And I went, I don't know. And he went, oh, okay, well, <laughs> yeah, give us a hoot. Um, but that's, yeah, that was sort of like a good lesson in, to me and yeah. like just sort of, yeah, not really sort of taking the easy way out and viewing work no. experiences some like dodgy two weeks off yeah. where you're just a gopher for, for some yeah. lunatic. Oh, absolutely. Like down south, like no one – I don't know, it wasn't a thing, like the surf, like I've said, like the surf industry, like it was mm. people working in the surf shops. That was that was as close as it was. Yeah. That was, yeah. you know, it was... Yeah, what's the... the you had one big had company down there. And Balin, 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 Balin is yeah. from there, down there. Balin, uh, yeah. it's still going, I think. Oh, and for sure. Yeah, Peninsula Surf was Classic. like our core, like surf shop. So mm. I had a lot of, like all my... I never actually worked there, but all my friends did. Yeah. Um, And so it was fun. Like we were kind of just, yeah, bouncing around doing our thing, but... Yeah, it wasn't. So, yeah. give us an idea of when you started to like feel connected to photography then, because um, you know clearly through love and sport, being outside, loving the surf, I guess industry or, or whatever that influence was that was impacting your life. Um, when did you start to go? Oh man, I'm, I actually love doing this. I feel a connection to this this sort of art form. Uh, yeah, definitely. End of high school, and then. I actually did a year of sports science and sports management mm. um, because I was like, okay, my actual dream at that point was to be like the physio for the WSL. Yes. <laughs> well, I was like, close. I was like, I can do, I can be the one person, but like, and then they're like, oh, you got to do this and this. And I was like, fuck, screw that. Yeah. Like, that's hilarious though. Cause yeah. like normally the media room is probably right next door to the I physio. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's sliding doors. And I realized actually through all that process that I, I love watching and the art form and, you know, the Olympics would turn on and I'd get all inspired about the move, like the, the marketing. Mm. I don't know. I just, so I kind of thought, okay, I like photography. Um, and yeah, I, I studied at uni and I was, they called me the beach girl at uni. Yeah. had that nickname because everyone was from the city. Yep. So I'd jump on the train every day, an hour and a half <laughs> on the Frankston line. I don't yeah. know if anyone's heard of the Frankston line, but if you're from Victoria, yeah, well, I mean, not the best a, line. <laughs> I hate to say it, but there was a serial killer who... <laughs> Murdered schoolgirls from Frankston, so yeah, it's, it's not exactly. It's a pretty dodgy. Oh, hang on, my head judge zone. Richie Porter's from there as well. Yeah, coincidence. <laughs> you do the math. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, it's a dodgy part. Yeah. But anyway, jumped on that line every day for three years, and yeah. I was yeah, I, I would shoot down on the beach, and I'd bring all my stuff to uni, and I don't know, I I, I knew that I was on a nice path and what I wanted. I was shooting what I wanted to do, but it wasn't really getting like, uh, what's like welcomed by my uni teachers it just felt like like I thought I was doing things that were quite special in the mm. field but uni just didn't understand so I kind of got to the point at the end of it that I'll, I did my three years I, I have a degree but I was like okay this is I need to move away like I'm, I'm not seeking approval from these nah. people that aren't have no idea so, what I'm right, trying to three do. Three is at uni, though. Like, wh where's your surf photography going in this time? Because uh, it's obviously, as you said, you've been shooting for a few years, yep. going up the coast, you, you got holidaying on the Goldie. You've got access, basically, yep. to even if you don't know them, you're sitting on the beach shooting yep. world-class surfing. Yeah, trying. So when does it start to sort of tip from being like a hobby into something that becomes a bit more real to you? And, yeah, like what was sort of the moment, do you reckon, like the photo or the, yeah. the kind of... 
Yeah, just that that tipping point. Yeah. So the last year of uni, we had to like choose a subject and run with it for the whole year. And I was, I was like, great, I'll I'll shoot women's surfing. So I think I went over to Bali for a little bit and around, and I'd shoot the local girls down on the coast and. I was like, oh, you know, I, I was still dreaming of palm trees. Like everyone was still in wetsuits, and I'm like, it doesn't look that good. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. I I kept going with it, and yeah, that's where the idea of washed elegance was born from a uni project, basically. Um, and then, yeah, I moved to Bali the next year, and that was when Instagram was absolutely popping off, and. I don't know. Things started happening. That was, that was 2015. I mm. think that was, yeah, when I moved there. And that's when the book came out and I got my first shoot with Roxy, which was unreal. And it wasn't necessarily one moment, but it was just like, I was like, oh, wow. But I don't know if I actually caught myself in the moment going, wow, this is all happening. I think I just... I got on the roller coaster and away I went. What the thing that I love about your book, I, so it's part of like it started off as part of your uni assignment, yeah. but it becomes a self-published calling card in a way. Yeah. Uh, and like I remember when it came into the office at Surfing World in 2015, as I said in the intro, you know, like we had Mike Jennings working there, yeah. and he was flying off his tree about it. He loved it. <laughs> he, he loved it for two reasons. He loved it because he thought the photography was really different mm. had an artistic element to it a bit a bit more thought um and a you know a real style and vision that he recognized but then he also loved it because he's from victoria he was yeah. a bay surfer he had a mad like <laughs> connection to that but um how much do you reckon that book sort of changed your life because it got really good reviews right across surf yeah. media where at a time yeah. when if you had just been sending photos in, mm. you might have just got lost in the in the endless email train that editors get swamped in. Yeah, you know? and I think I'd always been like, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm. I had a lot of self belief when I was younger, so I was just really keen to like just get going. And I think that's where that book came from. I kind of just compiled it together, and like my brother's a amazing graphic designer, and he's like. <laughs> He's like, I get a headache when I look at it because there's just shit everywhere. But yeah. I was like, yep, this will go here and that go here. And, you know, I, I'm not a perfectionist. That's something, you know, that I can share. But I just kind of threw it together. And I was like, right, like, how can I share this with the world? Share the message, like, that women's surfing is elegant and feminine and beautiful. And, you know, women don't have to subscribe to being like a guy or, or whatever. It can be whatever you want it to be, yeah. you know. If you want to rock in a bikini and look sexy as hell, like, go for it. Don't worry about what anyone thinks. Don't, you know. So that was the message that I wanted to share. And I, I think I just thought a book would be the fastest and best way to mm. do that. It's just cool as well because, like, I feel like you can easily, when you're a young creative, you can get stuck in this kind of thing where you're waiting for acknowledgement or you're waiting for an opportunity to fall in your lap. But with the book like you you're not waiting for anyone you, no. you're not you're not waiting for a door to open you're just kicking it off its hinges and, and barnstorming through yeah and going, this is what i do <laughs> hey like it or love it or I, fuck it. I don't care what you think yeah but it, yeah I it got mad that, yeah it did get mad um props and it was uh it's really cool it's still available um can't, yeah i think so <laughs> yeah you got a website haven't you? come on give it a plug uh, yep come yeah. and buy it 
That's yeah. cool. I remember I didn't even get like a sample or like like the, this massive truck came yeah. to my house. I was still at mum's house. Mum walks out. She's like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry, I made a book. And just like started stocking it into the garage. And yeah, I think I was just, I don't know, had a vision and went for it. And it was great. That's cool. Yeah, it's interesting what you were saying about, you know, being around in that transition from print to the internet, Instagram, social yeah. media and all that. Because, you know, pre-internet, um, magazine pages were finite. Like, like you didn't get that many opportunities and big companies would do global buyouts where a photographer could make a pretty decent amount of money and then the rest of the time you're just scrapping for dollars here and there. And, you know, despite the fact that uh, before digital photography especially, there was kind of this elite clique of mostly men, mm. 100% mostly men, you know, there was probably that I can remember two or three globally femalely uh, recognised female photographers. But they weren't like a brotherhood. They weren't like a tribe. They were at war because, like, they just saw the other lens on the beach as someone who was going to take money out of their pocket and food off their tables. Um, As the digital age sort of crept up on us, those guys really felt threatened by the next wave of young crew who could have easy access to um, cameras, easy access to the autofocus lens. Uh, Digital meant you weren't having to spend money to make money. You could basically just shoot endless sequences, pick the eyes out of whatever. Like, you know, the skill level kind of dropped. But even so, like the, the quality of someone who really loved it, knew what they were doing, bothered to learn the craft was always obvious in photography. Like that's never, ever changed. Uh, and so, you know, you get this, these young talents who would just persevere through the, the white anning and the fucking back stabbing and just all that, that heaviness of the old guard Yeah. to, to just persevere and get to a place where they were the new guard kind of thing. Um, did you encounter, you know, after your book was made and you start getting these, these big companies give, putting you on jobs, mm-hmm. did you encounter any sort of like threatening or jealous or just, you know, unwelcome sort of behaviour? You gossip, from don't you? Opera? You want the tea. Well, <laughs> you don't have to name names, but everyone loves the, everyone loves a, a blood feud. No, I'm just, I'm uh, like just purely out of interest, uh, you know, out of like the culture of surf photography at the time when you're starting to become a known force, you yeah. know? Because there's people out there who fully would have viewed you as a massive threat. Well, I think, like, I don't, I can't really recall anything super specific, but I did have this general feeling of, like, you know, why, and when I started doing workshops too, like, why are you sharing information? Mm. Why are you telling people how to shoot this? Why are you, and, like, I don't know, I'm in this, I love sharing knowledge. I think I'm on that wavelength of, like, the more people that can learn, the better. Like, don't be in a scarcity mindset, I guess. Mm. Like, um, but, yeah, it was tough. Like, you know, we were discussing this before. Like, you walk into a, a camera shop and it's generally a white middle-aged guy. Like, all the time. Mm. It's like a knows his craft, but I'm walking in going like, hey, I'm trying to do surfing, blah, blah, blah. And they just have no idea what... I'm after all, mm. just, I'm like an alien. Um, but I did seek out a lot of inspiration and like 
reassurance that I was doing the right thing through these guys like, you know, Morgan Mason. I loved his work and Ryan Haywood and all these guys that were kind of doing everything that I was wanting to do. Um, I definitely looked up, well, I still do look up to those guys and... and it's funny, those yeah. two guys that you just mentioned, along with... <laughs> someone is literally dragging a chain out. Uh, anyway. Yeah, along with, um, you know, Ed Sloan, Duncan yeah. McFarlane. Like, these guys are not your typical old-school surf photographers no. at all. Like, they're very supportive. They're very friendly. They're yeah. excited yeah. about what's going on around them. Yeah. Um, yeah, are they, like... So talk us through some of your early mentors who perhaps uh, on the flip side of that coin actually supported you and helped you out with... Yeah, I guess, like, I was... Guys and girls. Yeah, I was, like, thinking, there's a lot of memories coming back now, but I would, like, sit in my room and, like, email, like, I think I even emailed you at one point, Mm. you know? Being like, hey, do you like this photo? Not throwing me (laughs) out the bus here, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Hey, Morty, do you like this shot? Like, I don't know, I just, and, like, Ming Nom Chong, she's from Byron, I used to email her all the time, she's probably... That was, yeah. I don't know. I'd just like be like, how do I do this? How do I do that? Like, I, I never found, um, I never thought that there was like this difference. I was like, okay, well, they can tell me something or they can't. Like, it doesn't really matter. But mm. um, yeah, I definitely, you know, I'd sit on Tumblr for hours and hours on end and create mood boards. And I just like immerse myself in this world. And I was like, that's what I want to create. And yeah. hopefully I can create it. Oh, yeah. And what about, like, uh, crew who... Oh, look, we've got a world-class photographer walking up the stairs right now. <laughs> you know this guy, don't you? This is Justin Crawford. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> son of the legendary Peter for Crawford. Yes. Generations of... Uh, so this is Kate Myers, Crawford. Hey. And, uh, nice to meet you. Kate's a world-class photographer, mate. We're actually doing a potty about what it's like to be fucking kicking ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, tell us about, you know, just some of the, uh, the influences who actually contributed to your sense of place in this world. Cause I know that you were saying Ed Sloan was a, a big part of. Yeah. Ed's amazing. He's, um, he is kind of our boss guy at the WSL and, yeah. um, yeah, he's doing wonders and just, it's, it's a pretty wild job what he has, but, um, yeah, he's always been a great mentor and friend to me. Um, I had a lot, of, like Holly Monkman from, um, she was at Roxy when I first started. She was the team manager there and Love the she, yeah, she took me under her wing and John Lawrenson also took me under his wing as well. There's a oh. few of them like, Mate, yeah. they are <laughs> primo mentors. Every one of those names is like the best person I've ever met. Yeah, just about. it was it was fun. I was. I just yeah. remember being like young and li- you know living in Bali and and just everything was falling in my lap and I didn't know what to do with it but just smile and keep going. So yeah, it was those early years, the f- couple of years there where I was just shooting and you know working with Roxy like that was absolute dream. Come give us true. a give us a pinch yourself moment like one where you were just going. Well, like a minute ago I was in uni, yeah. I was making a book, now I'm here doing this. Yeah, I think um, I I worked a couple of the Roxy Pros on the Gold Coast and the Roxy Pro in France as well. So they flew me over there, I think it was the last one that happened, 2016 maybe? Mm. And yeah, so we're staying in a massive 
house with all the girls. Steph's there. And I was just like, how am I here, like, shooting you guys? Like, this is literally what I dreamt up yeah. in my room when I was a kid. Like, it really was what I dreamt up, which is wild to believe. But it was fun. I had so much fun. And I wanted to just create and document the r- real real life, like the natural, the, the naturalness of, of mm. women surfing. And, you know, I don't like to sugarcoat things or, or shoot, you know, overly made up things it's more just document what's happening and yeah mm. bridge bridge surfing to the to someone that doesn't surf i don't know like yeah. just yeah yeah i get that yeah. I, I can see that in your work now you know like you, you in the old days well, first of all let's just get into your, your journey to the wsl like between uh sort of being on shoots and traveling and and hanging out with all your heroes which is you know one of those awesome things that yeah you do pinch yourself like how did it come to be that you end up becoming one of the head photographers at the WSL um yeah that was a simple email that landed in my inbox Mm. so I got that one ran around the house three times nearly crying um (laughs) and yeah I got asked to shoot some lifestyle women's lifestyle at, at the Gold Coast Pro, one yep. of them, um, in 2019, the start of that. So, yeah, I went and did that and then they asked me to come back to do another event and they asked me to come back to do another event. So, yeah. And, and do you feel like when you get into these places and you're pulling out your camera and, and there's, you know, there's usually a bit of a gallery. Oh, there's, there's, a, a, there's full a full gallery. Yeah. of uh, like I didn't even realise. Yeah, a press gallery, <laughs> a shooting gallery or whatever you want to call it and it's... It's, you know, everyone's standing in the same spot doing the same thing. Yeah. Did you instantly feel, like, com- uncomfortable in that nah. space? Did you want to be running around and doing other things? Yeah, or? It, was, it was funny. Like, you, you know, any given day on, at Snapper, yeah. there's, like, a million photographers there. Um, and, you know, everyone's just shooting what they want to shoot or doing what they want to do. But, yeah, it was definitely a lot of fun to then, like, I guess, have a purpose and be employed by someone yeah. and then I can... You know, I know that my shots are getting to where they need to be as well. Like, there's meaning. There's there's a reason for them kind mm. of thing. So, that was cool. You yeah, because in the old days, and this is no disrespect for the, to the photographers because I knew them well and uh, the WSL photographers and they, you know, when they were away from the comp, yeah, they could be creative and they yeah. could send you incredible photos. But generally speaking, the comp shot was uh, an action photo for the purpose of print media or yep. a website. You get it done you get it out with the press release in time for the, that oh, yeah. nice deadlines and that that was all there is to it. But there's been a big shift, I think, in the way that these these events are reported on and sort of, you know, yeah, they, they, there's kind of a much more, there's much more feel involved yes. in what you're doing. So that must make your job so much more fun. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not just a, you know, sports journalism anymore. No. Kind of, I felt like it was a little bit when I first got in there but um and it was different like I'd never shot anything like purely action or purely like I was always like it was way I was creative you know and and so going yeah to the WSL was like right you need to get this shot in focus and like (laughs) perfect and I'm like okay new challenge (laughs) because you know I'm like oh little blur here and there's kind of fun and it was like nah none of that you need to this is someone's getting a 10 you need to get it. Yeah, exactly. You don't want a speed blur of the 10 and then no. send it off to the, the Sydney Morning Herald and go, dude, it's my art. Exactly. Don't tell me how to do my job. Yeah, right. yeah but – and, like, like 
a lot of the fun, I, you know, I love documenting emotions and um, the feel of the the athletes, and you know, they're going through their own journey too. So that's always a. <coughs> I sometimes probably even like that better than getting out there and shooting the action, just because you you're really feeling everything that they're going through, and I love that my job is to document that, and then that those images will then, you know, allow the public to see get behind. Yeah, you know the inside mind of what they're up to. Mate, there's a there's a photo that sums up perfectly what you're talking about. Um, Corey Wilson shot it, and it was the year that Owen Wright yeah, came back from <laughs> two or three years off. Uh, I, I think it was two years off actually, yeah. where he had had the brain injury. No one knew what condition he was in. He came back. He surfed one little heat at Newcastle. When he was kind of on the way back. I just finished his book, by the way. Yeah, I need to read it. Unreal. Such a good book. Um, But, yeah, there's this photo uh, where he wins Snapper against his good mate Wilco. And Corey Wilson is just on the stage. And there's just this moment where he and Keita and the little (laughs) valley are just all nestled into this little cocoon. And Corey is in the thicket. It gives me goosebumps Mm. thinking about it. And um, that is as good a sports photo as anything you'll see on the field or off the field. Like it, it has all the meaning of that win yeah. in this one fragment of time. Yeah, it's amazing. And I feel like that is, you know, even uh, when it was snowing in Korea the other day, <laughs> there's a photo you took of, um, oh, is it Jean-Marc de Kong? Yep. Uh, I think it's him. Could or, be, yeah. yeah. And yep. he's just like standing yeah. there, this kid who's never seen snow before. Yeah. And he's just like looking up to the heavens yeah. and he's just, I think it's your mark. I hope it yeah. is that uh, we'll put the photo up. Yeah. But, you know, they're the kind of moments. They're the moments yeah. where you're going, oh, this is a, a human experience, not just a, a an end result of, yeah. you, you know, the hard work or some goal that's been reached. You know, yeah. it's like a, it's a real thing. Yeah. No, I mean, like those moments, like athletes are people too, you know. I think sometimes mm. we put everyone on a pedestal. but it's Even like, Steph Gilmore. Yeah. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> Weren't you telling me so Chris, she's just an absolute <laughs> bitch? I remember. Nah. Nah, <laughs> Steph's a legend. We love you, Steph. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Um, yeah, like, so, yeah, that's really cool. So, like, obviously, is that something you had to grow into in your role? Or was it something that, <sighs> yeah. yeah, you know, like, because I, like, I can just picture a young you oh. all excited getting in that press gallery and just going side to side. It's scary. Like, I didn't know... Anyone, like, I'm not, that's the thing, I didn't come from somewhere that, I didn't come from Snapper, I didn't grow up there mm. knowing everyone, you know, I, I just, I was, came from Vico and, and was thrown into this world, so I had to build up that confidence in myself and, and ability and, you know, obviously, I was there for a reason to document all that kind of stuff and it's, very, it's an honour and a privilege to do so, but I had to, yeah, grow into that role and just, you know, you're there when people are having their craziest meltdowns and their wildest mm. moments, there's lots of highs and lots of lows, but at the end of the day, I'm a fly on the wall pretty much, you know? And I have to, it's my job to document that. Yeah, It's kind of crazy to think about, but yeah, I definitely had to like, that didn't come supernaturally and I'm still learning and growing and every yeah. comp I'm like, okay, little pep talk and let's yep. go. <laughs> Have you overstepped the mark? Have you found yourself um, in a position where you were like, I'm just slowly back out of here? Like, there's definitely a couple of times where, you know, people have lost and I've 
you know, I'm I'm like, all right, maybe I'll go and shoot them. And, yeah, it's – you could drop a pin and hear it. It's mm. The tension is crazy yeah. and – I, it's funny because you put your lens up and then you end up just hiding. They're like, they can't see me. I'm yeah, just yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though they can definitely see. Yeah, me. it's like that. Yeah. I'm hiding because my eyes are closed. Kind yeah. of. Yeah, I'm like, if yeah. I just take one little photo, <laughs> it'll be good. But no, they're all. Has there ever been a moment where you were like, "Whoa, I'm definitely not taking a photo of that"? Like, is there? Yeah, yeah. There's been a few. No, give us one. <laughs> Come on, this is just. I was thinking of maybe like I, was, I had this uh, classic image of you. When Italo uh, won oh, bells yeah. and he runs into that portaloo and he yeah. just starts bashing it, yeah. just screaming. I was like, "Did you? No, I how good would that be if you just ran in with him? <laughs> and he's in there just going ballistic. You're just going." Well, that's like the the broadcast guys. Like we're all one team. Like they've got a they've got a bigger camera than me, so they're gonna run after him. You know, true. But yeah, there's definitely been a few. There was an incident at Rottnest a couple of years ago that a couple of surfers and you know someone's yelling at someone and I'm taking photos and then. I was like, okay, where do I put this? I think it was, we'll just keep that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, a, it was a tricky time too with COVID yeah. and all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, a lot of emotions running high, but, um, you know. Yeah, yeah recently, uh, it's probably 18 months to a year ago now, but um, or two years ago, but uh, when Steph won her eighth world title, yep. you got to shoot a portrait cover for tracks. I did. And... This is like a pretty big deal, I would imagine. Is it the first time a female shot by a female had been on the camera tracks? I don't think it was the first time. Okay. But definitely one of a handful. Yeah. Yeah. But not the first. Well, give us the rundown Uh, on that story. Yeah. I I mean, it was kind of funny because I was um, just at home. I was actually doing some editing for that event. And yeah, I get a DM from tracks being like, hey, um, Steph's just one, like, we want to put it her on Bubba, the cover. Bubba Ganush or one of the other <laughs> I don't know, boys. I love just messaging the magazines and whoever's whoever's behind there, just, yeah. you know, have a little chat in the DMs. But, um, yeah, they, they wanted to put Steph on the cover and I had been shooting her quite a bit, actually, like, really, to the lead-up of that. So I, I went archive diving, actually, mm. for that shot. Um, not too far down the track, but, yeah, I found that portrait. And to me, I'm like, that's just, like... It was a really fun moment of her yeah. and, you know, I think that's what her eighth world title kind of represented is just her going like, just letting everything go and having a ball mm. and, you know, just letting letting her surfing do the talking as it always has. But, yeah, I really liked that. Photo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a cool carve too, that one. I really love that yeah, photo. Yeah, it was my first, first. First ever carve? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, you know, uh, <laughs> a long, long time ago, Reggae Ellis put a Pam Burridge portrait on the oh cover wow. of Tracks yep. with an Akubra and uh, iconic photo, like yeah. so, so good. But does it strike you as strange and, and less so, I guess, with magazines these days because um, they're not as sort of powerful or holding their place at the zenith of surf culture yep. like they once did, but... Does it surprise you? Like, are you seeing a, an improvement in the way that women's surfing is is represented? Like, I don't know. Does it feel like it's organically starting to, to level out a little bit to you? Or do you feel like there's way more work to be done? Or um, how does it sit with you yeah, where, where it's, it's at? Yeah, a good question. Like, there's a lot of different views out there with, you know, mm. women's surfing at the moment. And um, 
I definitely think it's it's getting way more represented. Um, the young ones that are coming through are doing crazy shit that, you know, we're too old to do. <laughs> and uh, that's, you know, I want that to be documented and shared. That's I'm excited about the next generation actually and mm. their surfing and um, – yeah, there's def- there it is. It's becoming like so widespread and very much talked about. Um, but I definitely think there's always room to improve. And you know, these there, I think there's a couple of women's only women surfing magazines. But like at the end of the day, these are still magazines that are predominantly run by guys. Mm. Like it's still you know the whole way through. So yeah, there's. A lot way, a long way to go. <laughs> what about just in terms, you know, like when I was growing at tracks, the only and I'm definitely going to butcher this because there probably was more than one, but of the only consistent contributor uh, of surf photography to tracks in 1994 when I started, yeah, was Jane Lewis. She's from Cabarita, yeah. I believe, yeah, which is where you're living, yeah. So <laughs> like, cool, but um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, like uh, I know that. Uh, there is incredible uh, women surf photographers all over the world now. Yeah. Um, Sachi at Mavericks yeah. swims around out there. That's yeah, she's crazy. Holy smokes, what a <laughs> leg end. Core lord. Full core Hell lord. woman. <laughs> the highest order. But, it, like, what you, don't you think there's more? Like, I, I, we, we were talking about this in Korea, right? And when I was in photography at high school, yep. I remember, like, our class was predominantly female. Yeah. There was more girls doing photography than boys, which seemed, you know, I don't know, didn't seem unusual mm. or weird or whatever, but why don't we see uh, more female surf photographers, do you think? It's Especially now that yeah. it's so accessible and, yeah. and there's so much excitement around this next yeah. generation of women surfers. I don't know. I mean, like, it's... You know, firsthand, I'll say it's intimidating. That's where I start, you know. I was intimidated when I was younger. Mm. And so I wanted to kind of, that's why I was like, oh, I'll just shoot women and be in that world because it was inti- intimidating to me. Like, the Australian surf culture is quite blokey and, you know, all that kind oh, of yeah. stuff. And it's intimidating for a young, soft female sometimes. Um, but, yeah, like... I don't know. I hope that it's going to be more documented. And well, you know what? Like I'll tell you one thing that that really like it's not really talked about, but one of the main things that helps create a pathway to a career in photography is when you're part of a clique at a beach that has a bit of a talent explosion. Mm. Um, yeah. Right now, women surfing is. I'm pretty sure Surfing Australia released statistics saying like way more girls are learning to surf than boys in their wow. surf schools around Australia, right? That's cool. So on the back of, you know, what we've seen Steph do, Tyler do, um, Molly do, this is just in our country, yeah. um, and with Katie and, and that next generation, Sierra, all of that already having huge profiles, it reminds me heaps of the Cooley kids or yeah. the Momentum generation, you know. Yeah. So one thing that I saw happen um, is that when you have those little clusters of, of talent coming through, Generally speaking, those people want someone to film all the time. Yeah. And your parents will only do it for so long. Yeah. And that right now, parents are filling that gap. Yeah. In my time and all the times before us, 
parents didn't want to know about that. I, I had much better shit to do with their weekends. But I think where the next big wave of particularly female surf photographers will come from is when there's a click and one person that click just goes, well, I want to keep doing this. I don't surf good enough or these are my best friends or whatever. And they pick up the camera and then they all, yeah, they all elevate each other. You know what I mean? Sure. It's like they all let their passion become their, their lives and their careers. Yeah. And so I think that that maybe is why we haven't seen more female photographers as well because there hasn't been the support ever like there is now. Yep. And, you know, the kids who are starting to make big noises and surf out of this world, yeah. it only takes one friend to go like, Can I, like let's do this together. Absolutely. And you can, do the, you can yeah. have that journey. Girl squad, it's got to stick together. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just a theory. I don't yeah. know if I'm right or no, wrong. No, no, no. I've it. definitely seen I friends of mine it. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. For sure. No, I think that's that's a great pathway. So everyone, grab your pros over friends. And yeah. <laughs> well, it's also like a, it, away it, it always works way more <laughs> with way more. Uh, it, it works with way more drive when your pack of friends is driving it. Yeah. And it's almost like goes back to first love yeah you know that, that's like a handful of friends who had a little story to tell and they did it and they had such a wide influence and, and stoked out so many people including yourself yeah yeah and like that's it something like in it, it Kate. yeah <laughs> got a theory what there <laughs> we'll have to come back here in 10 years and see if we're right yeah um yeah if i think it's it's inspiration and if you can i think that's my message now is that i want to inspire that's what i want to do is inspire people to chase whatever it is they want to chase mm. if they want to chase surf photography then i'm more than happy to help get on them your out DM. yeah yeah <laughs> Sliding. you know what's cool like you're actually saying that you do like you're not just talk and talk here you're not just giving us lip you're you're you've done like actual um classes what, are, what do you call yeah them? yeah the i've done some i i used to have a thing called the click ironically yeah. um and yeah, I did women's surf photography workshops, and I have an online course to help females and guys Walk if you want in to the come talk, in. Man. But yeah, love that. <laughs> um, it's mainly I just wanted to create that more like nurturing environment, I guess, that women can bring, and mm. um, yeah, no silly questions or anything like that. That's everything, guys. Yeah, yeah. whatever, whatever you want to learn and whatever you want to ask. That's kind of what I was trying to create. I did that for a little bit. Yeah, um, but. Love it, love it. So where are you at with your photography now? And I know, like, you know, aside from, from having all these incredible jobs and opportunities that come at you, like, what sort of floats your boat artistically? Have you got another book coming out? Have you got kind of a, a bigger picture about what you'd like to achieve with yeah, it all? Yeah, I think it's funny. I, I'm, I just turned 31 in Taiwan. That was fun. Um, but I feel like I've... I've achieved a lot of what I've wanted to achieve in my 20s. Mm. Um, and so I'm kind of at this place where it feels nice, feels content and doesn't feel like I'm pushing a whole lot. It's kind of just like letting whatever's meant to come to me to come to me. Um, and then, yeah, in that process, kind of like taking some time, like I travelled a lot this year, a lot just personally and then a little bit for work, but allowing myself to be like, okay, what, what do I kind of want to work on next? And... Um, yeah, a few little ideas popping into my head when I was away, but yeah, it's still kind of unknown, but mm. I definitely love shooting and love taking photos and 
for me, it's definitely more about the message that I'm sharing through that, sometimes even more so than the images themselves. So I think kind of working along with that is kind of where I want to yeah. go. Um, but, yeah, definitely would love to keep documenting surfing and the stories behind the surfing as well and um, this next generation that are coming up. They're actually killing it. Mm. It's exciting. Being a part of that. Yeah, yeah it's for exciting. Sure. It's kind of exciting to... You know, you grow up and then you're like, you're looking up to all these girls that are kind of older than you. And then you get to this point now and I'm lo- almost like, oh, I'm looking, not down, like they're coming no, they're younger, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. younger. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because you spend so long going, oh, they're older or doing this. And then you're now like, oh, look there. And how, how can I help? How can I help you showcase what you have and that's the get uh, you where you want to go? <laughs> that's that's when you know you've, you, you know, you've, you've reached a place of, I don't know. I guess true contentment yeah. is when you feel that urge to like your your ambition sort of settles and your yeah. desire to help and influence and ins- and just inspire. Yeah, I'm definitely in that pre- world. Premium, yeah. Now and that's yeah, so well, cool. Yeah. Ah, I've loved chatting with you. This, this has is, been great. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so okay, wait, I'm going to check the cameras because I just want to make sure that we're still rolling for this. <laughs> All right. Well, um, one of the other things that I asked you to do you know fully said hey i've got a few things yeah, that, you I had know to do some to homework before i podcast. came on here today <laughs> no, uh, one of the things that uh, we were talking about was maybe going through a few of your photos like yep. the ones that have had some some sort of meaning to you personally or that you just love to bits uh, and get a little story behind them so you brought some in sure i did awesome um, yeah we can start with this one of carissa uh oh. <laughs> Jeez, you just drop. Is he, have you mic dropped straight off the bat here? <laughs> just boom. Ah, uh, this is like probably one of those moments that will be talked about forever and ever and ever. Like a huge moment in women's surfing, but a huge moment in surfing. That it was so big when I was in the water yeah. shooting. So, like, yeah, Chris was. This is Newcastle, this, uh, 2019? Yeah, 20, no, 2021. 2021. The, oh, the Aussie Quaddy. Way off, of course. Um, and, you know, first event after that, two months on the road with everyone. COVID, first event yeah. after COVID? Yeah. Or not first. Oh, like kind of during because we had the... That's right. Charter Protocols and, and whatnot. Yep. Um, and it was, I remember it was late in the afternoon and like this is the quarterfinals, I think. So I think I was a bit tired, actually. <laughs> Swimming around and it's funny, like you... you you kind of train to basically shoot every wave that the surfers are on in case they do something crazy. But sometimes you're like, is it really going to happen now? So you, you follow, but you don't think that anything's going to happen. And then all of a sudden, like, something was like, just keep following her because f- I think she went down under, under the wave. I couldn't see her. And somehow <laughs> she boosts my lens. Like, we just have this moment. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, I uh, like I heard the the crowd on the beach go nuts and I, I it was funny I didn't really realize what was happening I couldn't see if I actually got it in focus mm. so then I was like oh god had about an hour left out there came in everyone's coming up to me going did you get it did you get it I was like oh shit I hope oh. so <laughs> worst um, thing a photographer get asked I know and then yeah in the media room quick get the camera it's bad when everyone else asked suit, but did Carissa like, come up and go hey did you get it? She actually came up to me when we were yeah. in the airport later on, gave me a hug, and she was like, thanks for getting that moment. And oh. I was like, this is so special. Sick. Like, she's such a sweetie. But Tell us about the moment, um, Yeah, it was, like, just getting this shot was just 
nuts and then yeah everyone's in the media room huddle around like did you get it and I'm like I fucking hope so uh and that was just really cool like I didn't really realize I guess what it was but yeah it was one of the first airs that landed in it's the I first <laughs> well uh, Silvana Lima has done air reverses in comps I'm yeah. sure uh, and scored well yeah but CT moment quarter final yeah. first wave of the heat yeah uh, that time of day like look at the photo it's, yeah. it's it's sort of all there and in typical Carissa style like barely looks like she's you know yeah. barely it's just it's just all so natural for it her. all just everything worked yeah that's what i'm gonna say that's don't know how but it did so this is a perfect mix of like sports action photography and something else as well yeah, uh, a, a perfect moment in time captured and um a little magic moment a magic one yeah um first shot is a famous one carissa moore the air reverse at newcastle wow 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 <laughs> everyone knows the turn so good <laughs> Um, I'm just going to drop that in at the start of that, so that because I forgot that we should describe the photo for people yeah, who can't I know, see. I'm it. To like yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I think we're going go to. All right. What's uh, what's shot number two that you've selected here? Okay, shot number two. This is a big old healer. Yeah, Gorgie Josie. Um, Josie Penegas. Penegas from Byron Bay. Yes. And a local lass. Also a. Um, I think she has Filipino heritage, yeah. so she spends a lot of time yeah, over there. Yeah, she does, yep. Yeah. Uh, this, I'm pretty sure I got this, like, this would have been one of my first swims at the pass when I'd moved here. Mm. So I moved here in 2018 at the start. Just, like, I describe it as, like, when actors move to Hollywood to, like, be in the <laughs> where yes. they need to be. And I was like... In the thick of it. I need to be where, you know, where there's more women surfing and there's more work and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. I, and I loved, I've always loved Byron, came here as a kid. So, anyway, but, yeah, I went for a swim, Cotton Candy Skies, and I didn't even know if I knew who Josie was or I knew she surfed amazingly. Mm. Crazy. And then somehow, again, like these magic moments that you can't, predict like I never go in the water being like I need to get this this and this you have to go in with an open mind because everything's you have no idea what you're gonna get that's the beauty of it and mm. yeah she's pretty much like off the nose here which is actually it's crazy how like she didn't I don't think she fell like this is she regained herself after this mm. somehow yeah it's, it's, that's not um, an actual is that an actual longboarding move to your knowledge just putting your, your foot completely well, I think we're, we're dancing off the yeah started something <laughs> Um, yeah, Josie is fully one of those surfers who just always looks like she's in perfect form yeah. with whatever's going on away, so whatever's happening. Yeah. And yeah, That's it's cool. a, it's so why does this photo sort of hit a spot for you? Is it is it the fact that, you know, you've made the move, you're up, it's almost like the universe saying, yes, yeah. you've done it, well I done, that was a good call. I think it... It was because it was. Yeah. I remember that swim just being like, okay, like I'm swimming out at the pass. Like I've surfed the pass a million times, but you know, I didn't. There was other photographers, and I'm like, oh god, am I t treading on their toes? Like I don't know. It's a bit. It's always a bit weird, but I was like, screw it. I got my camera. I'm just gonna go for a swim and <laughs> see what happens. And That's yeah, so cool. and I, I think I just like, 
I don't even know if it went anywhere. I just popped it on my gram. That's kind of that's cool. I love just getting home and editing when I've got something good. And yeah, I'm like, and actually, I think we should throw a little disclaimer in here because we haven't. You know, we've been talking primarily about, especially when we talk about creative women, particularly in the field of photography, in shortboarding and the yeah. shortboarding world and the surf industry as the sort of mega yeah. industrial craziness that it that we know it as yep. but i would say that in longboarding in in the longboarding world there's a lot more acceptance it's way ahead yeah years in terms of that sort of oh, gender neutrality of, of everyone having equal opportunity and being celebrated in yeah. certain ways so probably well, worth also mentioning that yeah it's like i find that interesting like i love shooting longboarding and like style is the number one thing that i like to shoot so if anyone's styling like that's what I want to yeah. shoot. And it's funny, in longboarding, like, it's all about grace and, and femininity, basically. Yeah. And, and so it's got this beautiful elegance to it that, um, that yeah, it's a, it is really different to shortboarding. Yeah. And there's, they're two worlds. They're really different worlds. Um, but, yeah, I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, uh, shot number three. Here we go. Yeah, there's a little the goat at <laughs> Bells. Drop a big scream in here, but this is a uh, this is a cool shot. This is this is the goat. Yeah, describe what's happening here because so he's, he's got the rashi on. It looks yeah. I mean, again, it's pretty early days. It is. Well, it, it, this it's was ASP. 2012. He's got yeah. an ASP yeah. uh, logo on his rashi there. So, so how old were you when you took this photo? Do you think? Oh, how old was I in 2012? I was 19 or 20. Yeah. And I was, like, in the thick of uni and, like, you know, would always go down to Bells or, or my friends and I and camp down there the weekend and just, like, go to the comp and I'd bring my camera and I was like, oh, maybe I can get some photos of the athletes. And I was just frothing. Like, I just remember being so happy. I'm like, oh, my God, it's Kelly and there's <laughs> Steph. And, like, I was just the biggest frother, yeah. like, ever. And, yeah, I think I, like, used these in, like, a uni assignment or something. But to me, it's so funny because, again, it's like, I don't know, I believe in the power of manifestation, but obviously something was going on there because, yeah. you know, a few years later, I get to do it and get paid to do it. So Yeah, and Kelly, you know, knows who yeah. you are <laughs> and instead of just like going, oh, here's another camera pointing at me. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's like, I don't know, he looks ready to go and there's a chaos, there's lots of people and I think for me that more so than probably the shot itself is just very symbolic of my what was to come yeah and i didn't know it yet yeah for sure it's like a and give us your best kelly story everyone loves a kelly story oh god i don't know if i have any kelly has he kind of dropped one of those weird like passive aggressive like (laughs) oh hey um yeah sorry for yeah actually like i haven't really i've seen him around like i don't really know him but um i don't know nah i don't really have a kelly story don't worry about it (laughs) He's the goat. Everyone knows it. <laughs> what's uh? What's uh? What are we up to? Shot four. Yeah, I'm trying to find what I. Oh yeah, here. cool. So is this training? Like, what what are we looking so at here? So this is underwater shot. Peak COVID, and these are all my housemates. So you know we're breaking the rules here. Oh, <laughs> you're definitely within one meter of each other in this shot. <laughs> I think we all just went down to Clark's. You know, and the cops are on the, the cops are literally like on yeah. the beach, like with the car, and 
You were like, like, how can we get to Julian Rocks? Yeah, how do we? Yeah, how do we like have a bit of fun here? So this is us just creating a bit of fun on I don't know an afternoon and yeah, they're all three of them, my housemates and and a friend, and we were just like, I was like, all right, we're gonna do this Blue Crush like inspired stuff because the very iconic scene in Blue Crush where she's rock running. Um, and yeah, it was pretty fun. Lots of giggles. And, um, it was just funny in that time because, yeah, we, w- everyone was just trying to figure out what to do yeah. and how to enjoy themselves. And we would just go down to Clark's and do this. It's mm. <laughs> just funny. How, how, how often do you reckon, um, you know, if you're feeling like a little bit caged or a little bit just stressed out or whatever, where you can just grab your camera and just go and see yeah. the world through a different lens and yeah. you know help change your perspective from the moment that you're in. Yeah. Do you reckon that happens a lot? It's Has funny it been because kind of I've an emotional well, crutch for you at times? It's like I've because because I've used it as a tool to work so much, mm. it's been hard to keep my love for it at times. Um but the way that I find my way back to it is just shooting for fun and doing this stuff and yeah. you know, documenting what's happening and travelling and um, I really enjoyed just shooting my travels this year, just like with a little, like a littler lens um, that wasn't so, you know, intimidating and stuff. And yeah. that was really fun because I was just enjoying the moment. But I also, yeah, I do like to just enjoy the moment because sometimes that's the best when you just don't need a camera, actually. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the gift that, you know, I think half the reason why we're always pulling out phones and getting selfies and stuff is because. Yeah. We want to remember the moment, but yeah. you can lose the moment by doing yeah, that. I know. So There's I don't know. It's a tricky moments. one. But I love that. I love that. You know, like you say, you, when you haven't got work on and you're just going, yeah. let's go and do something fun. We're all trapped. Yeah, this was. It was kind of like, like cool. full trap moment. Yeah. You know, cops are probably running after us. I'm like, hee hee. Yeah, and <laughs> I, it also, you know, what it says to me, like you're not. Um, I don't know. You're not taking yourself too seriously. Like yeah. you can still have fun with your photography, and it can oh, still yeah. be something that just gives you that outlet. Which yeah. is, you know, I think we all need that. That's why we surf anyway. But yeah. to have uh, a creative element on top of that as well is is really cool. Yep, absolutely. What about your fifth shot? Fifth what about shot. this one? Your uh, your Vorno Perso from South Korea, <laughs> eh? What about this one? <laughs> Didn't make your top five. Oh, stitch up, Kate. <laughs> come on. <laughs> nah, look, it wasn't my best barrel. <laughs> I I wasn't deep enough, but still. Oh. How was the how's the pressure I was putting on you for Persos? I yeah. love I love shots of myself surfing. One would make sure that I was thank you on the side of the pool. <laughs> like Kate, you, you got, you're, you're on. Yeah, yep, yep, no worries, mate. Poor old, I've, I've had everyone from Bosco to Spawners <laughs> to oh, you name it. I'm just always walking in and just going, oh yeah, yeah, couple Hello. of Persos or what's going on? Yeah, anyway, it's pretty funny. You definitely know when surfers want a shot or something yeah. really nice to you. Oh, hey, hey, I'm like. Yep, no worries. <laughs> hey, you didn't happen to get that one? I can just imagine it. Yeah. Uh, you're sitting there and everyone's walking up the yeah. beach after their like, yeah. late arvo surf, feeling pretty yeah. fresh and ready to go. And and like, oh, yeah. I definitely... Did you get yeah. that one? I, yeah, I gained a few friends because, <laughs> yeah. because of that. Um, and okay. uh, number five, Kate Myers. What are we going to wrap this uh, episode on? Oh, whoa. That is legit. So this is uh, Backdoor. No, that's Jaws. Whoa. Hang on, I better put <laughs> my glasses on. You ding dong. Oh, wow. Nathan Florence? Nathan Florence. During the Piahi Challenge. Yes. 
So 2019. I take it you haven't run out there with holding a rock Definitely and then just popped up from the bottom. Not. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was an interesting one. I was shooting the Maui comp um, 2019, and then uh, for WSL, and then the guys like, oh, just you should come over to um, Pipe and just like check it out and and see see what it's like. And I think mm. I was doing a bit of photography around there as well, and. So we're all staying in the house and pipes running and then they call on Jaws. Mm. You know how quick it is when they call it on. And uh, Kelly Sestari, my boss at the time, he's like, well, you're the only one that's here that's not working this event. So you're going to shoot Jaws. So I I was like, wait, what? Wow. (laughs) Like like this was all like happening tomorrow and it was telling me the day before. And how long have you been part of the, the WSL by this Oh, stage? that was the end of the first year. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, you've just done your first year on tour. Yeah. You're kind of bug-eyed, bit, yeah. bit worldly weary and wired from yeah. the whole experience, and then all of a sudden they go, and you're going to Jaws tomorrow. Yeah, like to finish off the year, I was like, okay. Wow. I remember calling mum. I was like, mum, I'm shooting Jaws. She's like, oh, be careful, darling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I didn't even have a... Uh, Life jackets. So we had to go to Walmart the night before and buy one. <laughs> God, that is all time. Yeah. So it was an experience. Got out there on the boat and then, yeah, I was on a jet ski for eight hours. Like, no breaks. Just Is this the year the girls around. ran too? Or is yep, the girls ran. So who, did yep. you, were you there when Laura went over the falls? No, or? I think Laura was not there. That, that might have been a bit before. Okay, sure. yeah. I don't think she was in that contest. But Would have been maybe one that Paige like was. Won yeah. Page won it, I think. Yep. Um Yeah. Insane. Like yeah. it was crazy. That like there's choppers and there's boats everywhere and I'm on a back of a jet ski. Like the thing is I'm not a natural thrill seeker. No. Like I'm not I'm not someone that jumps out of planes or like so to be thrown into this, I'm like, how did I get here? Like yeah. crazy. But That's amazing. Yeah, it and was fun. You're, you're looking into the moor of the world's one of the world's heaviest waves, yeah. and you're seeing things that only a handful of people have seen, yeah. like zero point zero 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 one percent of the world has seen this. <laughs> and um, you know, you must be thinking to yourself, like, this is not so bad for a girl who oh. just liked yeah. the odd photo and yeah. picking up surf mags from yeah. Mornington Peninsula. No, I, I definitely that was also yeah definitely a, a pinch me moment. I was like, what am I doing out here, A, But also, you know, learn to enjoy the moment. And I think at the start I was telling my jet ski driver, I was like, all right, like we can start kind of like a little bit back. Like you don't have to get in there. <laughs> you know, they're all like amazing yeah. ski drivers. and But they're like, yeah, let's get in there. I'm like, just hang on a second. And then, yeah, as the day went on, I was like, right, we can get a little bit closer, a little bit closer. Yeah. But And then, yeah, I think I had my fins on because I was End of the scared. day, just like, whip me into one. Yeah, Come on, go. let's go. Um, yeah, crazy. Okay, that's that so cool. cool. Um, thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for having Loved me. Love getting the chat with you. Yeah. And uh, you are a core lord and <laughs> you're a trailblazer. You. And I think that, you know, um, full props to you for, you know, having your passion and creating a life out of it by just being completely driven and open to experience and, and diving in head first, but also diving in with purpose and, you know, drive. I just think it's uh, a really awesome thing and it's just uh, an amazing I don't know it's an amazing opportunity to be where you're at at this point in surfing particularly for women surfing and the next wave that's going to come on the back of that not just a a, 
not just women on boards, like women taking control of the culture and and fully creating an entirely new world with it. Yeah. I, I think it's a awesome time and you're Chick a leader. Cool. So, <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. I, I really, you know, I back it heavily what you've done and, and the way you've done it. And I uh, can't wait to see what you do Thanks. Doing thanks for backing me. And thanks for having me. Yeah, it's mate. Been great. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.